Welcome to Spinning the Reel, a podcast by Evan and Cody. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spinning the Reel. I am your host, Evan. What's going on, guys? This is Cody over here. What is your job here? What I am. Do do? I'm co-host. What do you do? <laughs> I'm a co-host. Great. Well, we're back with some fresh content for everybody today, as we are each week. We're getting into a good groove here of Wednesdays, doing the show consistently. I'm just glad you're still alive after last night and everything. Dude, it was. That was a tough, uh, tough sit. If you're night. in America, welcome to the train wreck. If, if, you're, if you're in you're America, not, <laughs> I'm so sorry. And if you're not, I'm sure you're laughing just like the rest of us, even though we shouldn't be laughing. I'm not laughing. There was nothing funny about that. Um, yeah, we're of course talking about the debate between uh, Biden and Trump last night. That was just one of the worst things that I've seen in a while. And I saw Artemis Fowl. So, <laughs> ayo. <laughs> But we're not here to talk about that. No. Um, even though it's important and y'all should vote. But Cody, what are we talking about today? Today's movie review is going to be Unpregnant. Ah, we're reaching back a couple weeks here. We are reaching back a couple weeks. But I liked it and I felt there was some premise to other movies that we've talked about or at least brought up on the podcast. So here we go. Okay. Nothing new's come out yet. Yep. And then uh, what else? What else we got? We're talking about. Giving people some optimism, right? Yes, the, uh, optimism. Future films that are still set to release this. Can you believe it? If we still have a country after November, then there will be these films. movies might come out. Hey, some out. of them come out in October, so you can't. That's true. You can't get all mad of there. We're going to play a game. We're going to play the Cinephile game. Yep. I didn't have a game this week. Evan so we're, you know, came we're, in clutch. Yeah, we're going over to our friends at Cinephile, and we're going to play uh, their card game. That, so That is a lot of fun. Yeah, for Evan, who knows everything about everything with movies i'm a smart guy okay don't go there don't say don't say (laughs) i hate it i hate it so much um (laughs) and then we're gonna like i said optimism future films and we're gonna talk evan signed up for a film festival so he's gonna talk about that a little bit about what film festival and all that is yep and uh we're even gonna maybe touch on one little thing with disney again because i'm a disney boy always we can't uh, do an episode without disney being involved somehow yes in some way Okay, yeah, and then we should also mention here off the top, we can uh, bring it up in the close as well, but the uh, the site is live. We have uh, all our reviews on there. It's There's, all fixed. Yeah, we've got, uh, I, I wrote up a little review of, not really a review, but a, a story about Tenet, kind of along the lines of what we talked about last week on the podcast, so check that out if you have the chance. Cody, have you committed to writing a review, or you're just planning on it? No Mushu is no Milan is a review, Evan. That is that is one. Future reviews, I was actually going to write one on Unpregnant. Okay. I haven't written it yet. Maybe I'll be inspired we'll even see. more. We'll figure it out. And uh, there'll be something from it. Right, we've rambled there. on enough here, don't you think? Yeah, let's get out of this intro. Okay, Cody, so the movie of the week that we're talking about here is Unpregnant, an HBO Max movie uh, directed by Rachel Goldenberg. HBO. HBO, HBO Max, yeah. Um, What is this movie about in case the title Unpregnant doesn't make it clear? Dang it, I was going to use that as my whole synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, the main character here is Veronica, played by Haley Lou Richardson, and it opens with a scene, of course, of her getting pregnant. Of course. No, it doesn't. It does. (laughs) It It does does not (laughs) open with her getting pregnant. Well, it's the test. It opens with her peeing on a stick. And then in the first literally two minutes of the movie... We find out she's pregnant. Yes. So that's... That's not... How do you think people get pregnant, Cody? (laughs) Where do you think babies come from? The opening scene, we see her peeing on a pregnancy test, proving that she is therefore pregnant. Yes. She got pregnant some eight (laughs) weeks ago. (laughs) And uh, moving forward with my synopsis that Evan has ruined at this point. I think I made it better. Maybe you did. Maybe you did. Um, And ultimately, she's, you know, very Christian. Is it Christian? I don't know, religious family, Christian family, and her friend group is kind of, you know, really gossipy, so she doesn't want to go to them and tell her what's going on. Has to travel basically 900 miles, so because she's under the age of 18, to become unpregnant, to get the right surgery. Disclaimer, if I mean, if you're already against this, this is probably a hard watch, but uh, 
other disclaimer, it's still a pretty good watch at the same time, and I guess we can get into that. Well, you can talk about that in a minute. But uh, yeah, she, you know, her old friend, what's the old friend's name? Bailey. Bar- Bailey, played by uh, Barbie Ferreira, right? Yep. And they, they drive together to New Mexico, like I said, where the where you can actually get the test under 18 and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, a lot of shenanigans happen along the way, and their friendship rekindles, and uh I don't know what else to say, man. You, you ruined it from the very beginning, and I'm, now I'm just rambling he's, a lot about he's angry, it. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> we thought it was important to talk about this movie because we know that you all want to hear two dudes <laughs> talking about abortion. That is definitely what this podcast I, I, no. is here for. Um, yeah, no. So we wanted to talk about it because, I mean, obviously that's the subject matter, but we want to talk about it because we both liked it. It's been pretty widely seen. Um, I don't think we're going to talk too much ourselves about the actual politics of abortions no. because that's not no. really our place. Um, but if you watched the movie Boys State, you might think it was. Anyway, what did you think about this movie? You said you liked it a lot. I did like it. It gave me a lot of the same vibes. Uh, I think we brought it up on the podcast with Hulu with Booksmart. It gave me a lot of that. Um, I think with recently too, with nothing really coming out this year, the biggest thing is like this was like fun and like like real like high school like drama that I felt like like this is such an easy thing for high schoolers to deal with and mm-hmm. relate to, where we've seen movies on Netflix with yeah, the Kissing Booth <laughs> and all this other. You know, what was the other one that came out this year too? The number it was the second one. I don't know. Uh, all the boys I loved before. Okay, like stuff oh, that, like that. Was that this year? No, that was well. The second year. one was. Was that this year? It was, man. My God. Good God. Yeah, this year is just And who said on. there weren't movies this yeah. year? <laughs> but but movies like that, right? It's just like nobody talks like this in high school. No, None of this is relatable, like, to me at least. Like, I didn't go through this in high school. Where this kind of stuff, it's like, okay, like, this is real. This is genuine. This is just, you know, and it was funny, too. Like, they made it, it maybe took a little bit while to get going and stuff. But once it did, I was just like, Oh, okay, okay. Long for the ride. Like, you know, I love seeing that, like, rekindled friendship because we all go through that, and I think, in our lives, not just in high school, but it's, like, you know, friends that you were, like, so close with. Friendship? Friendship. That's a thing. Yeah, but, you know, like us. I hate you. Um, and just, like, to rekindle that, right, and have to go through this, of course, dramatic experience for her in making this decision and having what was her best friend continue to be her best friend and like support her like along the way like that that's real to me and that's what made that part of it really good Mm -hmm. and then like i said the adventure part when they're at like the amusement park and all that kind of stuff or realizing like the car stolen like Mm -hmm. it's just funny dude like there's just a lot of like kind of laugh out loud moments so what are your general impressions evan since i'm co-host here let me just get this straight your position is that high school movies aren't accurate depictions of high school and this is coming from a guy that's not been in high school for almost 10 years yes that's exactly what i would say glad we're on the same page (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have no idea what high schoolers are like i don't know that's true but uh i think Haley lou richardson is our age so maybe that's why it's relatable okay um but she still could kind of pull off 17 i guess like yeah i don't know she looks a little older than that but when did um, The Edge of Seventeen come out? Because I think she was playing a high schooler in that, too. She was playing. And that movie was, it was like 2017. Like four years old now. Yeah, like, it's like 2017 or 16. Anyway, I love Haley Lee Richardson. She's the best. See, look at this movie. You just got to understand, this movie was made for me. Like, this is... If you went into a lab and you stitched together a movie just based on my interests purely, it might look something like this. It's got Haley Lou Richardson in it. It's got uh, Giancarlo Esposito in it wonderful uh the music is great uh like there's a song in there by maggie rogers there's a song in there by the regrets the black keys i was just i was just vibing with this movie i was also drunk when i watched it the first time <laughs> really liked it that time the second time i watched it you know it's kind of goofy right of course and like there so there's another movie similar subject matter like another abortion movie uh called never rarely sometimes always that came out this year and that one is a more indie type movie like looking to win awards at like film festivals and things like that um and it's much more like dour it's much more gloomy somber like that and much more traumatic i would say like what they go through in that and this one it's more just like kind of lighthearted and silly even though like the core subject matter is more serious and i think that's cool because 
I think with something like Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, it's a story that would turn people away. Like people might not want to watch a really like gloomy movie about like a girl who's pretty clearly been abused and like that whole thing. Um, but this, this is like, this makes an important subject matter that we don't really talk about all that much more accessible in that like it's it's a it's a lighter more fun movie so for me i thought that was um that was pretty cool um i don't know I, it kind of got over the top a few times did you do you feel like the movie got away from itself a little too much in which way like i don't know i, I think i think well, back the, to the like the rv chase yeah that that was kind of that was probably the one silly. scene in that movie and i'm sure most people that see it at the same time though too I can kind of maybe see why they put it in there. Mm-hmm. You know, we've already h- touched on it and stuff. And for two dudes to talk about this, you know, obviously a woman's woman's body is a woman's body, and you know that is what it is. But it's it's a controversial issue, that right? Is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Jeez. Sorry, but uh, right, it's a controversial issue is what I'm ultimately getting to. And so it could be very hard. Some people think it is. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what makes it hard to make yeah. a movie or to put a movie out that at least appeals to everyone because instantly you know from the top it's like unpregnant like that could just turn someone off like right away from the title or watching Mm -hmm. the trailer and stuff because of their values or whatever but i think that like takes it past and even if it is that rv scene where it's like you get that one side of the yeah i don't even think it's just like the one side of it i think it's just like over the top yeah like driving around or chasing around like these girls in an rv that's like fully what decorated. What did it say on the RV? It was pretty funny. There was though. like a baby's face <laughs> on the front. Like it's just, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And I mean, I get that was sort of the, the whole vibe of this movie was over the top, but that's that's okay too. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I think there's a world where you can have both, like one that takes things super seriously and one that, because this movie does, I think, take the issues super seriously. Like I think it does treat. Haley Lou Richardson's character, Veronica, right? Yes. With respect and like tries to come from a place of understanding. And then I think adding in that bit with um, Barbie Ferreira's character uh, and her dad at the end sort of offers a flip side of the coin in a more nuanced way. Well, they kind of need each other, maybe? No, well, like it gets at like her dad didn't want her. Oh, I see. Kind of idea. Yeah, makes, yeah, and so, like, I think sense. I think it does thread it in a serious way, but it isn't afraid to also be funny, which is is good. But I think there's a few moments in there, specifically that part with like Brecken Meyer, I think, is the actor who plays the the Christian husband with like the eight kids and is chasing them around in an RV. Like, it gets a little crazy. There's even the carnival scene like there's so much in this movie it's like kind of disjointed at times where it's like they're just jumping from one thing to the next there's like a long sequence where they're in the car but then there's also like shorter interludes where they're in the car and like it's hard to keep track of like how long they've been on the road like where people are it's just to me it's a little messy but i think it's still good and like useful well, I think it works because I think a lot of it is, of course, not only the pregnancy part of it, mm-hmm. but the friendship mm-hmm. and having these clear prelude of this being eight hours later, 10 hours later, they're at the carnival, they're mm-hmm. being chased, whatever. And every step of the way, it's like, you know, when they're like right off the bat, when they're crossing like the border, right? Hey, remember what we did when we crossed the border? It's like, no, I, I, no, no, no. And then they do their cool like handshake and stuff like they remember that. Right. Even from years of not doing it. And that just continuously like picks up and, you know, just again, I'll reiterate to like real life. It's like, man, like I haven't talked to you maybe in like three or four years, but why did we like not talk to each other in three or four years? Like what what happened in our lives to where like we're not friends anymore, Mm -hmm. but yet, you know, you get back together and it's like, you didn't even skip a beat kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of how I fell throughout this movie too, with that side of it. That's why I like it. Yeah. I've been out of high school for 10 years, but that's kind of where I related to it. And of course, the the dynamic of the two girls and stuff it has a lot of the vibes, like I said, with uh, Booksmart and stuff. Kind uh, of, yeah. So I, that, that's kind of what I felt. There's a little bit. I know the one that you just mentioned. I haven't seen that one yet, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, even very a little different bit of, movie. Very different. A little movie, bit yeah. Juno too, for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, sort of Juno esque, but, but yeah. 
that kind of came to mind when I was first watching. I haven't, it I haven't seen too. Juno in a while. I know, but it, I haven't either. But it's just kind of like, it, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna watch that again. I liked Juno. Yeah, that movie was pretty good. So, but like, yeah, overall, it's just like to me, this is more relatable than what they try and put out on Netflix. I guess like there's something, <laughs> there's something grounded in realism, of course, with everything that yeah. goes on in this movie. Not only with the movie aspect of the theme, but the characters. Right. Yeah, and I think like all the acting's pretty good too. Like yeah. I said, I part of the reason I really like Haley Lou Richardson is that she's a really good actress. Like she's always good in things. Like we talked about the age of seventeen. She's good in that. She's like supporting in that. Definitely support. Have you seen uh, Support the Girls? No. Oh, I love that movie. And she is delightful in it. Like she's just great and anything she does is is great. Um I think that the movie sort of I don't know. I, I had some issues with it gets like very, very direct when they're in that part where they miss the train. Um, and then she starts screaming about the Missouri state legislature, which is true, which is great. Like that is a- accurate. That is why those situations exist that like force young women to either like have to go across the country or take things into their own hands. Like, that's right, but it didn't really work from like a cinematic standpoint. You know, it was kind of like forced. It felt like, and then two, I didn't think that like Bailey's storyline really got wrapped up neatly. Like you said, they had um, this whole big friendship plot, right? Of them like restoring their friendship, and then it just felt so out of character for um, for Veronica to like turn on Bailey at the end there. I know they like resolve it and they need something to like keep the plot going, but like it just didn't feel like the decision that that character would have made after everything that happened. You know what I mean? When she, when their friends call and they think it's Bailey. Yeah. Who took the pregnancy test. Yeah. And then she's just like, oh yeah, you're probably right. I think it is her. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like the choice that she would make at that point in the movie. True. You know what I mean? But they have to have that because. You have to have that movie, breaking you know? point again of tension and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot else to say. Like, it's a fun little movie. I think it's like an important movie, but. I think like, with nothing else coming out right now. Yeah. It just, you want to have a fun time, I guess, watching a movie. Fun this time is, watching a movie. This, this is it. I yes. learned a few things while watching this movie. What did you learn? Applebee's still exist. You didn't know that Applebee's still existed? No, I haven't been in Applebee's in years. I feel like I haven't okay. been on Applebee's in years. That's good. What else did I learn? Good for you. Always hitch ride from the lesbian. Again, have to have a lesbian scene in here, I guess, now. That's like the new norm, right? You sound bothered by it. I'm not bothered by it one bit. Yeah, it, <laughs> that was weird, too, because it's like, it sort of happened, and then they just like never went never, back to it. Yeah. Like, they it's, never, they're on their carnival ride shouting about being pregnant and gay, and then they never come back to it. And it's yeah. just like, well, that's a bummer. Yeah. And then what was the last one? Oh yeah, trains go really fast. I don't, I don't recommend jumping off or onto one. Is that all that you, is that's what you, that's what you learned. That is what I learned. Okay, good for you. Thank I'm, you. I'm glad. Do you have any, uh, any other thoughts about unpregnant? Oh well, I have other thoughts, but not about unpregnant. So they're mostly about you. Good. Okay, I'm glad. Not in the best way. All right. Anyway, <laughs> if you write a review, uh, we will promote it. Um, what is your what are we doing we're doing the letterbox roundup you, yeah you've thrown me now I, welcome to the club you threw me in the very beginning okay go ahead letterbox roundup i gave this symmetry. movie three and a half out of five stars i initially had given it four and a half stars but oh. then i realized watch it that sober. it's not that good and i just watched it again today i i am also at three and a half stars on uh moral of this entire segment was if you watch a movie drunk it's going to be better than if it was sober you know, it's really hit and miss. You never know. But this is the kind of movie that if you want to have a couple drinks, watch it. It's probably it's a four a and a half star. It's a good time. All right, Cody. We are playing a game. So we couldn't come up with a, uh, a game today. So we are relying on, like we said in the opening, our friends over at Cinephile. They don't sponsor us. I don't think they sponsor anyone, but if they want to sponsor us, just like Letterbox, we're willing to. Uh, Here we are, willing to to hear that. We're just uh, supporting them. So, 
They uh, they made a card game. It's got uh, actors on it. Uh, each card in movies. Mm. And we're gonna we're gonna play a little game. I don't know what the game is called. Do you? Let's see. How to play? It's just called filmography. So what, what a game. what's gonna happen is Cody's gonna start us off here. He's gonna pull a card. Tell us who the actor is. Uh, I'm gonna give him the right to pick a new card if he doesn't know anything that that person's in. Uh, and then we're just going to go back and forth wow. listing um, listing off movies. I'm glad that I have in. that advantage to wait until I have someone that I know, like, it, hopefully enough movies well, in. Well, no, not enough. You, if you know a movie, this person's in. Okay, that's fair. But yeah. I don't want you to, like, pull some guy from the 70s that you have no idea who he is. Well, that's still probably going to be half these cards. All right, so we're going to get started. Go ahead. the movie guru expert. Why do you do a movie podcast? To bring a different side of things from those that aren't movie experts, and then you bring in the movie experts and the great okay the critics. Who's, who's on your card? I don't know who that is. Helen. Helen Mirren. Oh, Dame know. Helen Mirren. You don't know who? Okay. No. Nope. Hey, you said it. I, I did. I, I gave get you like that one right. skip around. All right, Kate Winslet. Kate I can do Winslet. this. All right, do you, but do you get to start? Right? Do you want me to start? Yeah, I want you to start. Well, we have to start with the obvious one, which is Titanic. Okay, that was a good choice because I would have picked Titanic first. Right. But just another one. There are movies already there on the card. There is a movie on yeah. each card. So I might as well take the freebie. I think that was Evan's plan all along, too. I'm going to let you have the freebie. Heavenly Creatures. Great. Okay, she is, of course, in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. A movie, that is like one of your favorite movies. Which I love. Okay, this is where it now already gets hard. I think Kate Winslet was in... I know I saw a movie this year with her in it. Did you? I did. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. And I'm thinking, give me one more second. Like, did it come out this year? Or you no, it definitely it didn't year? come out this year. It. What was it? It was at the very contagion. She was. She the, was in she contagion. She was a doctor. You dude. are correct. She's... And she died. Spoiler on contagion. I guess. That's sad. Yeah. She's in the reader. Well, see, this is where it gets really hard now because I. I'm going to take the L here, Evan. Okay. I'm, I'm actually happy that I got through. That was good. All right. So I win the Kate Winslet card. I will provide the next actor. You I'm, still get the right of refusal. Alicia Silverstone. Next. Do you know who that is? Okay. Clueless. Come on. How about uh, Gina Rollins? Next. No? Okay. I get like three. Skip. Robert Pattinson. There you go. That's, that should be easy. Oh. Can it be future movies? Um, no. Why not? I'm Batman. Cannot be that. Well, that kind of sucks. Robert Pattinson was in Paddington. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Paddington. <laughs> Come on, that you could name a Robert Pattinson movie. He was in the Twilight series. Which one? The first one. You'd have to name the movie. The, the, they have names. The New Dawn. No. Was it New Dawn <laughs> Eclipse Part 1? <laughs> sure, there you go. <laughs> Part one. Don't I take part two from me. I'll leave you those ones. <laughs> he was in uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Was he though? Yeah, absolutely he, was. He definitely was. Do not challenge me on this, Cody. You know I'm gonna. Robert win. Pattinson was in the Lighthouse. <laughs> he was in the Lighthouse. It's my look to go oh, Are you see saving the uh, the one on the card? Maybe I am because I can I mean, name I, other. I, I can't read it from here, but I know what movie oh, that is. Oh, um, don't say. You can't. I say. won't. I won't. He was in Damsel. He was in. I want to name all the Twilight movies just because. Please go ahead. <laughs> I, I don't know all the Twilight movies. I can name, name Robert Pattinson movies for days. I just can't name like every single one by title. I'm going to have to take the freebie here just while I re try and remember all of the. Well, no. Take the freebie. It was part two. Sure. New I'll, I'll let you have that. Okay, cool. cool okay. Cool. Uh, let's go I with. I feel like this is cheap. There's like one whole series of him in it. Let's go with Tenet. He's in Tenet. It just Dang it. Yeah, you get to use Tenet. All right. I took... Well, then, then I can now use Good Times because you gave me part yep. two. So I'm going to use Good Times here. Yep. Yep. Okay. And I'm going to stop naming Twilight movies because it's not fair. You, no, it's fair. Go no, ahead. I don't Keep think naming it's... naming Twilight I, movies. The problem is, again, you can. I don't know okay. <laughs> by all their titles. <laughs> I'm taking the freebie. Good Times. All right. He's in uh, High Life. See, now, now we're in uncharted territory for You're me. Not. I can keep going. With Robert Pattinson oh, yeah. movies, see, this is where Evan. This is when we know I've got Evan, like five or six I could still name. Really? At least. Yeah. You want to like give me a hint on any of them for me? I don't think you've seen a lot of them. Well, um, then that doesn't help me. 
I mean, the Twilight ones are probably your best bet, to be <laughs> honest. What was the first Twilight? The, the first Twilight had to have just been called Twilight. No, I don't think so. There's no Maybe? way. There's no way. All right, fine. Go with Twilight. I'm taking it. Take it. Let's go with Water for Elephants. Yeah, that's a good one. Good one. Very good one. Um, Robert Pattinson was in... See, I'm not going to keep taking the Twilight. But you know what? Here, you win. You win. Evan wins, guys. I don't Come have to tell on. you. He's Lost the Cinefire. City of Z. He's in uh, Remember Me, that movie where he dies in 9-11. Okay, yeah. You know a lot more about uh, Robert Pattinson than I do. Okay, I and do. And you're looking forward to... You picked the last card, right? Yeah, I did. And you're looking forward to the new Batman movie. I don't know this guy. If you could tell. Okay. Oh, here we go. I can probably run with this one. Okay, I go first this time. Do you want to go first? I think it's my turn to go first, right? I think that uh, that is true. Adam Sandler. Oh, God. This is <laughs> going to be disastrous. Okay, let's, let's go with uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is a good one. And uh, Date Night on Netflix just came out. Did it? Ugh. But I remember yeah. seeing that movie. It wasn't very good. Um, Billy know. Madison. Uh, Billy Madison is a very good movie. What else has Adam Sandler been in that I want to use? I don't want to use the card one yet. Go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to no, take no, no. it. No, no, no. I can't. I might accidentally take it if you don't use it. That's true. He was in Click. He was in Click. Let's go with uh, Mr. Deeds. Classic, dude. Mr. Deeds was a classic. Evan's going with all the classics here with Adam Sandler. I'm glad we picked Adam Sandler. I feel like we can just name movies here. He was in uh, one of my favorites last year, actually, and I thought he did a really good job. Uncut Gems. He the Sandman was back for that one. He was in Uncut Gems. That's right. He's in... Uh, okay, so I just did Mr. Deeds. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big D. Uh, let's take the freebie here. Punch Drunk Love. Solid choice. What movie? I don't know if I've seen that movie with Adam Sandler, and to be honest with you, I'm glad I, I took I've it now. Good things. Um, he is in. He is in the Meyerowitz stories, also on Netflix. Cool. God, now it's just what have we named and what haven't we? Have we named? Uh, what's the other one I like him in? That's classic. That I don't think he named it. Good yet. way to frame it. <laughs> I know. Uh, Fifty First Dates. Did Maybe, you name that one? I yet? didn't. I didn't. But let's go with the Water Boy. <laughs> water sucks. It really, really <laughs> sucks. Uh, what else has he been in? You running out of Adam Sandler movies? No, Can't there's another. There was another Netflix he was in. He's, he's been in a bunch of Netflix movies. I know. He's got like a deal with them. Does he? Yeah. That makes sense. Can I do all his comedy specials? <laughs> no, boy. Come on. What you got? Um, God, what is the name of the? All of them are in that movie. Grown Ups. Grown Ups too. You son of a <laughs> bitch, throwing it back on me that fast. Uh. Yeah, good. Keep it going. How long do I get? Don't mess with the Zohan. He is. That movie sucks. <laughs> That movie's awesome. Uh, just go with it. Just go with it. Is that with, uh, what's her name, right? It is. I love how you just, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I know who you're talking about, Cody, because yep. mm -hmm. that's how you put people together. Um, just go with it was a good good one. I'm almost out of movies here that I know Adam Sandler from. I'm, now Got I'm a on. couple more, at least, I think. Really? I think so. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Do I need to start the Jeopardy theme again? This no, 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 me. no, no, no. This game, this game, everyone's like, like, come on. They're probably like yelling right now. Like, they're, they're oh, I got so another. I've got so many. I um, got like four now. Really? Can I do? At least. Was he in any animated movies I can do? If he's a voice actor? Is um, he a voice actor in anything? He might be. I think technically that's against the rules, but I'm, I'm fine with allowing it. Wow. I can agree to allow that. No, I don't want to cheat. No, it's fine. It, it I don't know anything. I'm just saying. That was just all hypothetical. Yeah. What else was he in? God I'm damn. Put a clock on it. Ten, I... nine, uh... eight, seven, six, five. Anger management. There you go. I now knew there had gone. to be like one or two more. Yeah. He's Bedtime just stories. Damn it. Back to the drawing board. He was in that football movie too. Now. I. Yep. He is. The longest yard. Right. That's the one. Oh shoot! What else was that? Oh, <laughs> did we um, 
Did we say murder mystery yet? I don't remember, to I be honest. I think we did. Also with Jennifer Aniston. Okay. I might have said that one first. What was the other Netflix one I said? You said... Oh, Date Night. Date I night. said Date you Night. You said Date Night with Tina Fey. Yeah. Um, now, Grown Up is coming back to me because they had that other movie, too. Uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. That's right. He was in that. I forgot about that movie. Okay. God, I'm really glad I picked Adam Sandler. I don't feel like a complete dummy here. You're doing, you're doing well. So I... He was in um, Funny People. I think that's sure. the movie where he has cancer. Or somebody has cancer. And he's this, a comedian. This is where Evan is probably going to take the win because I really can't think of another movie now. I'm trying to think. I might be out as well of Adam Sandler movies after that. Uh, okay, after this is going to be... I watched it I, I like a week ago. That's why I kind of asked and it came back to me while we were doing this. Yeah. So animated movie voiceovers count or don't sure. count? Go for it. If they count, I feel like I win because there's three of them. He was the dad in a Hotel Transylvania. Oh, yeah, he was, huh? With uh, Selena Gomez and stuff. And I all that forgot about that. That's why I asked. If it doesn't count, I know nothing. I literally know other movie that I'm I can try, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I could pull Adam Sandler in. I want to go back when we're done and see how many Adam Sandler movies that we named. and then Oh, he's got it. so many movies. Well, I though. know. Um but that's what I've seen. So I'll go Hotel Transylvania 2. Well, Is then I take three. I, okay. Um, and you lose. Well, I went first. So it would tie. But you, I lose. Um, okay, it's a tie card. No, I will take yours. A. It's yours. I'll but I'm, it. I'm, give me just a second. Guys, I won. I want a card. Think for a second. I want a card. You did win a card. If I can't think of another Adam Sandler movie. All right. That's right. In the next I don't even want to. You don't even. Seconds. You don't get a Jeopardy theme from me. I'm not giving you the extra time. You don't give me a countdown. It. Give me a countdown. One, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot think of another Adam Sandler movie right now. Well, that's cool. I win. I win, right? You I do. Win. You do. I'm man. That makes me upset that I can't think of another one. That's fine. You can think of it later. All right. And well, then come how many back more of these it. you want to do? One more. Let's one do more. it. All right. My card. You get to pick a card because then it's two and two and it's fair. Oh God, Will Ferrell. I'm you not get good. to go first. I'm not good with Will Ferrell movies. Oh, he's in everything. I know he's in Step Brothers. Oh, it's on the card. God damn you it. You went with the one on the card. Okay. <laughs> Step Brothers. He's in Semi-Pro. Elf. <laughs> he's an elf. He's in Holmes and Watson. He is in... See, I'm not a big Will Ferrell guy. I don't watch a lot of his movies, if I'm being 100% honest with you. I know he's in stuff, but I don't know if I can. Okay, there's like the big famous one. Really? It's like his most famous movie. I thought Step Brothers was. Oh, it's the ice skating one, huh? That is not his most famous movie. Uh, Do you I... know what that one's called, though? No. I wish I did. There's one. Really famous a... movie. His last name in the movie is a color. Is a color? I thought Elf was his most famous movie. Oh, it could be. A lot of people watch Elf, but no, this one, there's two of them. Two Come of them. On. Dude. It's got other famous Steve Carell's in it. No. Again, Will Ferrell is not Paul my Rudd's guy. Paul in it. Will Ferrell's not my guy. Come on, man. I don't know this movie. This That's the most so famous one. The most famous one. I he, guess I'm going to... He lives in San Diego. He lives in San Diego. If <laughs> I give you his job, it will give away the movie. I don't think it will. I don't know this movie. It will. He's a newscaster. Oh, Anchorman. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Gave it away. All right, you're next. Keep All right, going. Let's see. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is in Superstar. Anchorman 2. He's in A Night at the Roxbury. Mm. See, I only knew Elf <laughs> and Anchorman, apparently. What else did I say? I said Step Brothers already. Yep. I literally know nothing else that he's in. Elf is the only movie, actually, I feel like I appreciate. He's in you Bewitched. Win. He's in. Uh, you win. Oh, Bewitched. Yeah, he's in Stranger Than Fiction. Congratulations, Evan. I you have as won the movie the cinephile guru. game. We really made this grand. That was wonderful. That was. We'll sucky. have to play again sometime. I'm never playing this game with you again. That's smart. Next, <laughs> this 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 told me one thing, ladies and gentlemen, that Cody needs to always come up with games for the week so that this doesn't happen again. So he doesn't get embarrassed at cinephile the I, game. I, it's okay. I'm one of those you guys. Adam Sandler. So. I know. I'm one of those guys for the most part who can always remember like faces. That you're like, oh, I know he, he or she. That she's... guy was in something. Exactly. Yeah. 
and I can never put names to a face. That's okay. just that's, that's how I am. That's fair. So I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure there's plenty of people who know people who are like, I know that people. Did that make sense? It did to me. All right, so we want to give you guys a little bit of hope. Things are really shitty right now, you know, just like motions around. <laughs> Things are bad. So we wanted to say, you know what, guys? There's hope. There's some good movies that will be coming out this year. We assume that they're good, at least. They've gotten some good uh, responses at the festivals. You remind Let's... me of that Robin Williams skit where it was probably the most famous comedian skit, one of them, the golf thing, a little white flag at the end. You've brought this up. To give you a fucking hole. Multiple times on this podcast. No, I don't think I have. Well, I'm doing it again. A little white flag at the end. Give you a fucking hope. Look it up, man. And it's okay. not a movie. No, I've seen it's it. Just... I've, everyone's seen it. Nope. <laughs> you don't know that. Okay. I could have just inspired someone to go type that in. Robin Williams, golf, look it up. That will give you a fucking hope. Great. I'm glad we did that. Let's talk about movies, Evan. Why are you getting off? Why are you going on these tangents? I, I, it's hard. It's hard to keep everything straight. All right. All right. What is, um, we got a list here. I, I wrote out a list, but you want, what do you want to talk about first? You want well, to go in I chronological think order? Well, yeah. Now it's not, this doesn't really sound hopeful now. Dick Johnson is dead. <laughs> very hopeful. That's, <laughs> That's very fitting for 2020, though. <laughs> gonna give you guys some hope first movie dick johnson is dead he is he's what a name too dick johnson that is two different first names euphemisms for penis (laughs) (laughs) it's great um dick johnson is dead comes out this friday on netflix it's a documentary this might be our movie for next week i'm having a strong feeling no for sure that it probably will be yeah so this movie is a, a documentarian um made this movie about the like process of her father dying of dementia and that sounds super depressing but they took it on with like some levity and it's sort of like a i watched the trailer yeah. it's more uplifting than it is like it's don't, like allowing don't look at the doom and gloom. Live, live on correct you know? it's yeah, a legacy so it looked like a good trailer i wonder if we should like link all these trailers in our episode description could be over that here. sounds like a lot of work and <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not about that life so that's gonna be exciting some other ones that look interesting we've got on the rocks which uh i don't think we've mentioned it on the podcast before but sophia coppola it's got bill murray in it Rashida bill freaking murray looks good it looks like a good movie there's a lot of people the two guys the three guys that i've like really come to like enjoy this past year it's been woody harrelson paul rudd and I have to say probably Bill Murray. Like those that's, that's weird. Why? I don't know. I guess I've seen <laughs> what I'm, about I'm starting those men? to I'm starting to watch more movies and I'm just finding out they're really funny. Okay. And I enjoy them. I like that. I will enjoy this movie. I have you seen like. Clueless? No. We skipped Alicia Silverstone, so of course you haven't seen Clueless. Paul Rudd's in that. It's great. It's <laughs> a super funny movie. Okay. On the Rocks coming out in theaters this uh, this Friday and then on Apple T V plus. There you October twenty third. I might go to the drive in this weekend to uh to see on the rocks. Hmm. Yeah, so it looks kinda cool. It does look good. I guess should we give any type of plot description for the movie if we're talking about the movie? Or just hey, it's coming out. Figure what well, it's about. You're excited for this one, so why are you excited about it? I think that's probably the best way. It's because you know what, people can look up a plot description, but like what Yeah, but they can't get my plot descriptions anywhere. Not until we talk about it. Like what what <laughs> I know you're excited for uh, On the Rocks. Like, what makes you excited for it? Um, I just think, again, Bill Murray, I, I think the comedy aspect that he brings to really any movie he's in, and especially in a year like this year, and I don't feel like a lot of com. I haven't seen a lot of comedies. I don't know. I just like to laugh, man. Like, ultimately, that's, I think, what it comes down to, and uh, the premise of this seems kind of funny, so. Um, okay. Yeah, ultimately no, the, the disintegration of a marriage sounds funny, doesn't it? Well. Come on, Cody. We're God supposed dang. to be bringing hope. Oh, why'd you bring up the trial of the chicago seven <laughs> i'm excited for this one though it's coming out on netflix on october 16th um and it's aaron sorkin's follow-up to molly's game yes and molly's game kicks so much ass um yeah, aaron right, sorkin we... writes great movies and this looks like just like a classic courtroom drama written by aaron sorkin like what else what else could you want as uh the only person i saw from the trailer that i knew was a uh... Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Joseph right? Gordon-Levitt's in it. Eddie Redmayne, Sasha Baron Cohen. 
some cool people in this movie, man. I think it will be. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good one. What else? What else do we have to look forward to? Oh uh, well, Cody. Just I'd say just me, don't even go in order. Just pick whatever you're excited about. Talk about your passion. My passion. All right. I think the one movie that you brought up that I want to bring up now because it looked definitely the most interesting to me mm-hmm. was this Wolfwalkers movie. And it's basically the Fox and the Hound, but with people with we a don't really know like that for sure. I don't know that for <laughs> sure. That's what I got out of the trailer though. And it's with people, like I said, where like one's a hunter and then the other girl obviously is a wolf girl, wolf walker. And they become friends. You say that like anyone would know what a wolf walker is. (laughs) It's like a night walker. I don't know, man. I'm going there. Let me finish. Go ahead. You're interrupting me. I I have two minutes uninterrupted. You know how I do this? Uh, Two minutes (laughs) uninterrupted. We both agreed when we started this podcast that I'd have my time. You're making me sad. This is a hopeful segment. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like the animation looks like really, really cool and like something I hadn't like seen before. And maybe the story's kind of been told before. Like I said, that's what I got fox and the hound kind of vibes um but it definitely like i like animated movies i always feel hopeful because i think animated movies always have like a really simple but like i don't know good message like yeah it's because be kind because you don't know you can't judge a book by its cover kind of situation and this movie so i'm looking forward to that one i think the most i think that was the most unique one on the list that we kind of came up with that's supposed to release this year so yeah, and that one, the studio behind that is... Uh, do you have it pulled up? Cause I do have it pulled up, buddy, because I'm ready. Because it's um, a studio that's kind of like up and coming. I Cartoon can't... Saloon? Cartoon Saloon, that's the one. And they had um, a couple like pretty prominent movies that I think people saw that I actually haven't. Uh, the Song of the Sea and uh, The Secret of Kells are pretty popular. But I actually watched The Breadwinner at one point last year. It was really good. Really good movie. What so, are you looking most forward to, Evan? You asked me. I guess that was the most interesting one I was looking forward to. Yeah. So I'm looking at these things like it's weird. I think it's going to still end up being a pretty good year for movies, but just in a different way than we're used to. We don't have the big blockbuster movies this year, except Tenet, of course. <laughs> but uh, we do have like a lot of these like mid-budget movies and like indie movies that I, I hope are going to get more attention. So to that end, I'm really excited to see Nomadland. It's okay. been doing the, the festival circuit. It's uh, Chloe Jaw's new film. And uh, her last film was really good too, The Rider. And she does something interesting. She makes these movies in, about like the heartland of America. Uh, this one I think is set in like the, the Sunbelt states. And it's um, it's got... Frances McDormand and she's like um, kind of a nomad basically like she's sort of filtering from place to place I I don't really know why I haven't seen the movie yet but um, her last movie was in like North Dakota it was uh, it was called The Rider and she uses non-professional actors she uses the people that actually inspired the story of the movie to basically play fictionalized versions of themselves. That's kind of cool. And she gets these really really interesting performances out of these people who are basically like sharing their own life. So it's, it's almost like, like if Dick Johnson is dead, like we just talked about is sort of making a documentary a little more cinematic. Nomadland might, if it's anything like the writer is sort of the opposite. It's making like a narrative story a little bit more like a documentary so it's like kind of blending the two in an interesting way so i'm, I'm excited to see nomadland i watched this there's only like a one minute trailer through letterbox and i'm not even surprised that you're looking forward to this movie this much so yeah exactly it's, it's very much up my alley right <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the other movie i thought you're gonna be really excited about all it gave me was uh what's it called portrait of a lady portrait of fire. a lady on fire vibes yep the ammonite movie with uh, kate winslet and sorcerer uh, ronan let's go so that literally is looks just like the same movie to me when i watch the trailer yep I'm like, this is the same movie and it doesn't is it gonna be as good evan is it gonna be this people don't seem to be taking to it okay quite like they did with uh portrait of lady on fire which is i mean it's it's understandable that movie is a straight up masterpiece you made a perfect movie no you, you can't top that yeah you can't i mean top it's a different it. director it's in a different language so i mean like i don't know it might get some comparison but it it's uh it's good it's it's it should be good um yeah so anyway like i don't want to just kind of bore people running down a list of movies coming out this year so we should say 
send us a tweet or something. Tell us like what you're looking forward to. Um, one thing I'm looking forward to, Cody, is uh, AFI Fest. The American Film Institute puts on a film festival each year in LA. And I've thought about going in the past, but it's kind of a hassle to like get out to LA. Really? For, like a whole week. Really? You know? Are you sure? To go watch movies LA. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know. For people that aren't aware, there's a lot of traffic. Um, <laughs> no, but really. This year they went, uh, they went digital, and the passes weren't like obscenely expensive. So I was like, you know what? Let's watch some movies at a film festival. So, That's kind of cool, though. Like that, I guess that could be like a really cool aspect to have film festivals. That so you bought it, right? You had to buy like a pass. I bought a like pass. You were like, yeah. If you so, were to go, and then I get to reserve movies that I want to watch. So can you reserve all of them, or are you like limited? No. It looked like it was unlimited, but I'm going to find out. They actually haven't even released the full schedule for, like, what's playing. Okay. But, like, last year, the opening night film at AFI Fest was Queen and Slim, which was, like, a pretty significant movie. This year, it's a movie called I'm Your Woman from the director of Stargirl. Oh. Um, she also directed a movie called Fast Color last Way year. Way to throw Disney in there. Julia Julia Hart's her name, and she's pretty uh, prolific, it seems like, these days. Um but it's got uh, Rachel Brosnahan in it. Did you watch uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? No. She's in that. That's cool. So anyway, so that's like the opening night film. I'm hoping to catch so, some of these ones that we just talked about maybe. Yeah. Um, what other festivals, like, I mean, have other festivals been going on, I guess? Yeah, so, so the I New don't York Film that. Festival I don't follow that just circuit. ended. Um, okay. TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival, uh, I think was the week before that. Venice was going on. So, like, all of these film festivals have been going on virtually because, you know, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But that's how we know things like like Ammonite is getting generally positive reviews, but, like, it's more mixed. And Nomadland is getting widely praised, right? Like, these movies are showing at these different film festivals. So we thought it would be cool, or I thought it would be cool at least, to uh, attend AFI Fest. And then hopefully uh, we can bring you guys some reviews of movies as they come out instead of you know, a couple weeks later. So that, um, to me, that's going to be pretty exciting. That is cool, man. You have any, uh, any thoughts about the end of the year here? Yeah. I want to know the big time movie because it leads into like the last thing I want to talk about. That's right. Is soul. Soul. Is soul going to release? It's a Pixar movie. I love Pixar. We've already talked about Pixar plenty. We had a Pixar draft. Go check that out. It's pretty fun. I won that draft. Yeah, it's go <laughs> go. I'm gonna recast a vote because that is, is blasphemy. Did you not vote for yourself the first time? No, not that I'm aware of. I don't want to win by voting for myself. I voted for all the other ones myself the first time, and this one. Yeah, I voted for myself. Okay. Uh, anyways, I think the cool thing here with Soul, if they release it on uh, obviously doing the same thing they did with Mulan with the premiere access, whatever. Uh, you showed it to me the other day. What was it called exactly? Group did, Watch. Disney group Plus Watch. Group Watch is a new. That feature. might be one of the coolest things like I've seen. So it's basically like Netflix party. It is, but with Disney. So obviously, I like yeah. it. So. One thing we should say about Disney is that they have laid off a bunch of workers in California because they're a greedy, awful, terrible company. 28,000. 28,000 employees they uh, they laid off in a ploy to try and get the governor to reopen Disneyland. Monstrous stuff. Truly monstrous. But if they do release Soul and Premier Access, we will be buying it, and we maybe we can do a podcast group watch if uh, any listeners want to join us in watching soul i'm glad you really uplift the spirits again because you're the one who said this was supposed to be a good goody two-shoe feel good segment i'm not the disney and then right at the end bring it down well you know what you know who really brought it down disney (laughs) that's who brought it down all right let's bring it up and uh get to the close here then evan my good old friend All right, Cody, that's going to do it for this episode. We were all over the place in this episode, I feel You know like. what? Sometimes. Kind of like unpregnant. <laughs> <laughs> see what Bring we did there? All see together. What, yeah, see what we did there? So uh, where should people go to find us? Like us? Find out who we are. Or like the podcast, us. We should start with the podcast, then you can deviate to us. <laughs> We're going to hide a treasure map on a page <laughs> of our website. Click here. It'll tell on. you where to find Cody. Go to bottom of any page. Any given Tuesday. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, but uh, the biggest one right now that we want to wish to promote is spinningthereel.com because everything is there. Yeah. Uh, individual pages actually link to our letterboxes if you go to our 2019 list. Heck yeah. That's really where you can find us. I'm at uh, DJ Rote on almost any platform personally. Evan. Um, I have different names. I know. You're all over the place. So Again, just, just like this episode. Just find me somewhere. But uh, yeah, anywhere, uh, Spinning the Real. Follow R-E-E-L. me on Twitter for all my politics takes. Oh, God. Do you have seven less followers? No. You kept them all. They're all, they stuck around. They That's like cool. me for some reason. I do not know how. Um, Okay, maybe I do, but I don't. Oh. I don't. What yeah, was I so going to say? I don't know. Find us on Instagram, Spinning the Reel. We're everywhere at Spinning the Reel. Um, you know, we we told you that we had a real bad time last night watching the debate, but being civically engaged is good. I'm not going to tell anyone to vote one way or another on the air, but <laughs> I will tell you you can go to uh, the website votesaveamerica.com to uh, find out if you're registered to vote. Find out what the uh, the voting procedures are in your state. It's good to be civically uh, engaged. So people should do that, I think. Do you see Dwayne The Rock Johnson put out a video? I've no? seen him. How can you miss him? He's a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can talk about that later. Let's just do what we always do, or at least what I always do, when we've rambled on too much and just finish it off like we always do. Bye.